Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Yo, bitch! Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I'm keeping that in so they heard that. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. As you should. As you should, sir. It's going to be the highlight of my energy on this podcast, which is kind of ironic in that I'm going to have no energy on this podcast when it should be fast and energetic and, you know, resembling the movie that we're randomly watching that are going to confuse people. Um, no, no, it won't. They'll be like, oh, just another gimmick of theirs. Another thing for us to keep track of on our the, spreadsheet. The we don't want to have to wrap it up series, uh, which is how we got in this mess in the first place of having a child that we had unprotected sex. And then. <laughs> <laughs> that is just for you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Well, yeah, obviously, you, you, you mouth something and uh, indicated something with your hand. Um, well, they don't know that I did that. Well, now they do. Well, yeah, now they do. But yeah. they didn't know that I before. spell everything out. I am about as subtle as A donut, a... motherfucker. No, that's not even the right... You ruined that quote. Good. I say I'm as subtle as like a fart in church. You're... It's, it's ironic, again, because if the phrase is like a fart in church... I, I, that is completely lost on me. Church one, or farts? Church, because church. Yeah, and you were closer to farts than church. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't. There's no occasion in which I wouldn't fart. That's not true. Mm. That's not true at all. Okay. If like you're at like the deathbed of somebody, you're gonna hold your fart in. No, I'll say excuse me, and I'll go fart. Like, just don't. don't. Just why you be so why? Why you be so fucking gross? It's gotta come out. Go. It's bad. I said I'd excuse myself. That's and what like I'm saying. I was like, in, like a like, job interview, like I wouldn't do it. I mean, like you rip it all the time. Well, no, I which do. you do. I know you do. And I just blame it on other people. I don't. Eh, yeah, what I the do. fuck's the fuck to blame here at home? Well, no, you like know, in public, I do. If I had to put a percent on, it, I would say 28 percent of the time when we like go like lay down to go to sleep. I'm like, I love you. And you're like, I love you. And it's like, good night. And we share our kisses. And it's like, oh, like, you know, this is a nice time. All of a sudden, you're like, or like, well, and you're, no, or you're, like, bah. and no, I'm you're just like, like oh, excuse me. And like, you turn your head away because you're so kind. Sorry, no, don't burp in your face. No, like when you're burping, you're always burping yeah, in my face. You fart and belch and do whatever else, like your fucking fatty arbuckle. What the fuck and... is this attack? Attack, it's my life. I live this, so I'm allowed to. No. I want to, I married a, I married a woman. <laughs> you don't even get this joke. Shout out, man, I miss Key West. I'm just going to keep talking about Key West on introductions every single week. It was a running gag between a, a former guest of the show, Tope and Rich and myself, over the, the weekend based on the famous 
80s botched promo from Dr. D. David Schultz in the AWA. Nobody cares. Well, I gave them context, so Mm. they may now seek it out. If you're new here, yes, we rambled this long before getting into the gimmick of the podcast, which is talking about a random movie from a massive movie collection that we watch. And as Samantha said, we have many different gimmicks. We randomly watch movies. We nominate movies to watch. We watch movies based on movies we've already watched. We watch movies that we didn't watch when we already nominated them. Now we're watching movies that we need to watch because we want to go see movies that are coming out. Uh, which is what today's podcast is. So we threw a curveball. That's a lot of things that we do. I know. We're throwing a curveball here uh, because uh, the next time we record, we actually will be watching the movie we were supposed to watch this week, Richard Jewell. But we will also be able to recap the two movies we're going to go see. We're taking time out from our incredibly busy schedule of trying to find a house because we sold ours to... Go to the cinemas and see well, Doctor Strange. Well, that's not the only thing that we have going on. I mean, we're working. Well, the the number one thing in our life right now is we have sold our house yes. and we need yes. another one. Yeah. Uh, so instead yes. of going to look for houses, yes. we are going to yes. go see Doctor yes. Strange. Can you stop saying yes? Yes. In the multiverse of madness. <laughs> and yes. because of the movie league that we have... We need some points. And also, our daughter has been inquiring about it. We're going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We are. So, uh, we have not seen Sonic the Hedgehog 1. So, we needed to see it to know what was happening. So, we decided all of our movies are packed up, but we own Sonic the Hedgehog. And we had not watched it yet. So, we streamed it on Amazon Prime Video. And that is today's podcast. And we may be doing that more. Because who knows how long our movies are going to be packed up. And also, who knows how long uh, DVDs and Blu-rays are going to be a thing. Well, we're not even going to approach that. There will always be a thing. Okay. They will always be a thing. So, In so this household, they will be. This is a person who thought VHSs were always going to be a thing, too. No, that's a, just stale technology. Well, now. Well, yeah, but... Not like, then. It's CDs. We're like, oh, we'll figure out how to do this via pictures. At some point. Okay. You know, VHSs are coming back. Just like records came back, the difference is quality. Uh, but there's yeah. like charm to VHSs. Okay. Said only Chris Mullet. <laughs> um, not much else has been going on. Like we said, we've been busy with work, busy with just fucking life. Uh, trying to get a, get a new house. As we're in this one. Um... I haven't really been watching much of anything at all. Just catching up on regular old Regular television. TV. It's the height of TV right now, so. Yeah, you got Atlanta, got Fairy, got... Um, all my cooking shows. That's not the height of TV. Um, I meant volume. We'll have Stranger Things in a couple weeks. Uh, we but we'll have... finish that. The... Yeah, we'll, we'll knock that out pretty quick. One day. And... We have a, a pretty fucking baller slate of movies coming up. And instead we watch this. Let's get into it. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog from 2020. The movie, like one of the last movies before COVID was really COVID. Um, I'm going to pull up the DVD from the, uh, from the internet. Because I don't have it physically in front of me. Sonic the Hedgehog. A hedgehog becomes a hero. Based, I mean, expand. There's no reviews on here. Yeah, that's about right. 
Based on the global blockbuster video game franchise from Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog tells the story of the world's speediest hedgehog as he embraces his new home on Earth. In this live-action adventure comedy, Sonic and his new best friend Tom, James Marston, team up. I wanted to. I wasn't sure if you were going to allow me to like make a joke there, so I didn't do it. Uh-huh. Team up to defend the planet from the evil genius Doctor Robotnik, Jim Carrey, and his plans for world domination. The family-friendly film also stars Tika Sumpter and Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic. Lucky, lucky. Movie challenge. That's going to be interesting when we... Uh, what's the score? I know like I'm only... You're one ahead of me. 16 for you, 15 for me. And it's me. to 25, right? Yeah. So it's coming up. It's, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, so, this movie... We did not see in theaters because basically... There's a lot of controversy around it. And then by well, the time would, it came out, we're like, oh, it's COVID. So I Peace saw... Out. So the, I knew it was coming out. And then the initial trailers happened. And there was the uproar of how Sonic looked. And he did look alarming. He looked hideous. So they delayed it. To redo him. Uh, it was supposed to come out, I think, around like Christmas or Thanksgiving of 2019. They bumped it back three months to run Valentine's Day, the last month, you know, before when the world was normal, essentially. Um, And that's never a good thing. Like, when a movie has such a negative reception out of the shoot. Right. And then it gets pushed back. Normally it's because, oh, well, like, it's a piece of shit. And then it did incredibly well. I think it ended up being like the second or third highest grossing movie of 2020 because well, of because of circumstances. But yeah, I mean still circumstance, but still I mean it still was a, for a big February release. It was a big it was a big success. Also particularly for a video game movie. Yeah. Those are yeah, notoriously, notoriously yeah. bad and and underwhelming. We've and, done Super Mario Brothers on this podcast before. And it I did mean, well enough, and it did to well get enough a with sequel. It did, well, well, it did definitely well enough to get a sequel, but also did well enough with critics and with audiences for people to be like, "I want more of this." And the second one, I feel like, has even been is. I mean, we'll find out, you know, in, uh, tomorrow essentially. Um, that it's like kind of a thing. Like it's it's a thing. It, it's a fucking I mean, thing. I didn't hate it. I enjoyed it. I kind of liked. I know it. you kind of liked it because you laughed out loud. Several times. Several times. So which we've... you're very critical with these kinds of movies. Absolutely. So for you to do that, absolutely, I knew knew you liked it right away. Absolutely. I. So here's the thing with these movies, especially now because we are in prime. We're going to be watching all of these fucking movies, particularly ones that have some kind of connection to our childhood while we're raising a child, like. Peter Rabbit is a classic children's tale Very that we were all raised to me. off of. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's another one we watched not too long ago. Hop. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I feel like there was another one where it's like, um, well, not necessarily that we've watched, but you have, you know, the Adams Family. You yeah. have yeah. IP movies that are from. Back in the day, eighties, nineties era, yes. yeah, two um, thousands even. That they're modernizing because they want that crossover. They want that sweet spot of millennials remember it and still and like it, and they've had kids, kids to it. So like we have, yeah. so it ex- ex- extends the shelf life of Absolutely. all these properties. Absolutely, I totally understand. And I think it's a really smart Alvin and the Chipmunks strategy. is what I'm thinking of, and the Smurfs because those are the two that she's seen that I hate. Um, yes, so those she, are not good well, she start, representations of Because they show, they show it to her at fucking school, and I should... 
hey, we, we're banning textbooks and verbiage and stuff. Let's stop having our school show kids Alvin and the Chipmunks and the Smurfs, huh? Because she wants to watch them when she's at home now. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, I'm busy. Um, and I walk by, and it's, we've said it before, and I'll say it again, that lowest common denominator of yeah. here's $75 million. I don't give a shit about script. You can put whatever it is on screen, and it's a brand, so enough people are going to see it two, three, four times, so I realize it's garbage that is pandering to your child's worst habits. Well, yeah. And, and you're like going to suffer through it. Loud noises. Yeah. Bright lights. Like, fucking like, dumb, poop, yeah. fart, burp, hey, gross, pop culture jokes. Don't come for those farts. Um... So you immediately think that they're all like this because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't they? Because which right. what's proven me wrong, right? Right, exactly. And I, this I one, totally agree with that. I would say sixty-five to seventy percent of this one proves it wrong, where you have a really, really good energy to it. I think there it, it is pre- not clever, but I think that there's enough of the humor and the comedy that reaches the adults mm-hmm. that the kids may actually still laugh at because it is just kind of being fast paced and nutty and zany enough to hold their interest while the adults are kind of getting what's being said. And it also doesn't do anything. I feel like to bastardize the character. That's the other problem I have is with a lot of those other ones, you're just taking a dump on the Smurfs or Alvin and the chipmunks or, you know, I, I know that the, the the second Adams Family animated movie did also did not do very well with critics. Um, this number one kind of puts you right into it, and I I I don't know like the lineage of Sonic like I know the lineage of Mario, you know, or a lot of the other characters. I never I never had a Sega system as a kid. Did you? No. Yeah. Um, so I'd only ever play it if I was at, like, somebody else's house yeah. or, like, more modernly, you know, through, like, apps or, you know, other things. Um, but I always liked it, you know. Um, but I don't know the characters, so I, I'm not a, a great example of it. But from what I gather, both in research and watching this, I mean, the movie sets up everything in the span of five minutes, like, honestly, well, the movie starts, I was like, the nerve, number one, that Sega thinks that they're going to be like the MCU and have, like, their own little, like, movie opening sequence. It's like, hey. fuck off, what, are you going to make a fucking Shenmue movie? No, you're not. Um, yeah, watch, announced. Shenmue. Uh, but then also, like, the nerve of it, like, starting at the end and then, like, quickly rewinding it and then going back to Sonic's childhood and, like, wrapping it up really in the well span done. of, like, well, he's in America and James Marston, like, it's finds the quill. Let's give James, put some respect on James Marston a little bit for this. He's not cucked in this. He's always cucked. How is he cucked in this? Let's get back to that, please. I'm, I'm about to make a point. Um, make it already. It, it's a breath of fresh air almost and how bare bones it is because I feel like in a, in a lot of these movies, they do take so much time for backstory. It takes you 20, 30 minutes to even fucking see Sonic or get yeah. a good glimpse of him. You know, it's all this buildup. It's just like, no. There's these rings. They 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 teleport you or transport you to where you need to go. Uh, evil people want to have their hands on them, and ta-da! It's like cool. All right, that's all the kid needs. That's all the adult needs. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of yeah. it. So I really really appreciated that, and I really appreciated 
you know, while not beating around the bush, that it just had fun. Does it still have some of the tropes I was just complaining about? Yes, it does. Um, There's way too much commercialism and product placement in this movie. Uh, I started to make a Josie and the Pussycats list, and then we didn't reach that because that's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. notorious. That, that's terrible. But, uh, and even from like a movie, so it shows Speed and the Naked Gun and it, it makes some other like movie references. I think it references The Rock at one point. Yep, yep. Uh, Flash. Re- it, uh, the Flash, of course. But then just for product placement, it has that really bad Zillow commercial, essentially. Costco, Amazon, and the fucking Olive Garden twice, including just a full-blown... Gift card ad. Gift card advertisement and a reiteration of its uh, catchphrase, its slogan. So that's not great. Um, but it also just has like there's there's some there's some some potty humor and some punching down, I feel like at times to to the audience, but it's few and far enough between where I'm like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. Did you like it as much as I did? I, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. I okay. enjoyed it. I thought it did a lot of things well. I, I agree with you that it saw some of those tropes and stuff. Um, uh, flossing was, was oh, yes, my other that, one. That the- Sonic flosses like three times. I'm just like, that's no. Like... Why? Like, it's not necessary. Well, and uh, Did you ever watch the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon as a kid? I think maybe a few, but not Same, religiously. Not enough, not enough to recollect it. So I'm sure uh, Jillia White, who's the voice of Sonic back then, who I'm sure was very pissed he didn't get the call for this. Uh, you know, I'm sure that's not how that character was played. The character is essentially, you know, Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Being Ben Schwartz. Yeah. So they, they they modernized it for him to be this... Like teenage... Hyperactive teenage, yeah. you know just wanting love and attention character. Um, so they had to modernize it in some way, but like, it's not going to fucking floss in the fucking video yeah. game. So why does it got to floss fucking here, you know? Yeah, but I, I, it, I agree. That's kind of how they kind of brought it. Corny is the phrase I'm looking for this entire time. Okay. These movies always get a certain level of corny. Yeah. That as a 35-year-old man, I just can't, I can't, what's, I'm trying to think of specifically uh, the Tommy Lee Jones quote to Jim Carrey on the set of Batman Forever. Uh, I can't condone or authorize your nuttiness. Or it's something that I, I gotta find that quote because it'll summarize how I feel about a portion of Sonic. Sure. Um, what were your other complaints about the movie? Um... I mean, I don't know if I necessarily have complaints uh, aside from some of the acting and stuff, um, because I mean it was enjoyable for me. You know, I appreciate everything that you said. I totally agree with. I appreciated the backstory that we got, the evolution of the character, and I thought that they did the right thing by going back and redoing Sonic. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. I thought the finished product looked way more authentic. It looked pretty real. Was Considering good. the turnaround, it looked great. It looked great. With, you know. Yeah. 
the bar is always set high because I felt like early when it was hand drawn animation like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and some of those other ones. Yeah. It's always look great. And well, there's and been other things that have looked good mixing it, but you also, there's a lot of, of misses. And this, I thought, was a, was a pretty big hit. Yeah. Considering the turnaround. Yeah, considering the turnaround. And, yeah, and it's always difficult to get it right when you are integrating mixed media, when you, you have, like, mm-hmm. whatever medium and live action. It, it, it's always a little bit touchy, you know. Things aren't looking where they're supposed to look and I, all of that. I remember how I thought Sonic looked like in the initial trailers. He looked like, uh, what's the boy's, the boy in Jumanji when he turns into a monkey. Peter? But Peter. Peter as a monkey but blue. <laughs> That's what I thought he looked like in the original trailers. Whereas this, he looks like fucking Sonic. Yeah. And it's like, why, why did you have to... Why did you have to try to change it Why did you have to so change much? it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the tropes were like, okay, fine, like whatever. Um... But overall, I think it was pretty good. The The dancing scenes were not so fun. Which, are you talking about the, the Dr. Robotnik dancing scene? Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I love oh, that. Oh, I did not. I, was I like, oh, love Lordy, that. This is I thought it was fucking amazing. Ridiculous. And we'll get to why in, in a little bit. Um, I found the quote that I was looking for, by the way. Uh, so, to his face, Tommy Lee Jones told Jim Carrey he does not like working with him. And, uh, quote, I hate you. I really don't like you, and I cannot sanction your buffoonery. I want to say that phrase to somebody in earnest really, really bad, but who honestly would, be, would be a buffoon to the point where I would say that to them? Um, uh, it was specifically the teeth controversy, I think is what it was, with the character. Yeah. Like, his teeth are just like, whoa, ooh, no. Right. Um, right, but no, I mean, overall, I mean, it was just, it had a lot of fun... There were a lot of like minor characters that brought a lot. Um, it made it more enjoyable too. Like the 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 sister. Oh, the sister was great. I yeah, thought yeah. she was great. The sister was good. There's a couple other ones I don't. Oh no, like, but like her, like every time she was in the scene, I thought she added a lot of yeah humor and the way she played off of um, the the two. Wachowski's was great. Yeah. Um, I thought that they just had great chemistry, all three of them, and it was really... So the movie does do a couple of really surprising things to me, which I think is what I... It's their bigger pros in that column than they probably need to be made out to be. But it does have quite a bit of heart to yeah. it. Yeah, oh, absolutely it's does. It's got a good bit of heart, and Sonic is, becomes a sympathetic character in that... You know, he's been he living alone. He just wants a friend. He just wants a family. He wants to experience things. Yeah. And this movie gets to do it and really feel, you know. Right. Uh, no, I really like the message. And But also, I really liked. Um, so early in my notes, I put, you know, humans suck and are the worst part of the m- movie early on. Like, I think it was more so because they were also like exposition dumps largely mm-hmm. and Sonic it doesn't have to tackle that because Sonic's like hey quip and having fun and yada 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 okay um, so like I, I struggled with uh, early on I was like oh man James Morrison's having a he's a cup James Morrison's talking to a fucking donut with glasses <laughs> this is gonna be a fucking cup we got our we got our first three timer here that's a cup cup um, and then once you get in the scenes with him and his wife and I was like okay like I, I don't get me back to Sonic but then I was watching I was like they have decent chemistry. They have a good energy to them. And then as the movie progresses, I'm like, well, naturally it's going to be the thing where, you know, 
he seems like a crazy person because no one believes him that Sonic is a real thing. Yeah. And sh- they have this disagreement, tiff. this tiff about, you know, uh-huh. him going to San Francisco and they're all, they're, the real motive's happening. And then finally when he, like, makes it over to her at, at, while being, like, this big wanted fugitive and they have, like, an adult conversation about what's happening and neither one of them are, you know, up in arms. And then, like, they're together and they figure it out. And they don't ever really have that moment of, like, separation or conflict. Same thing with him and Sonic. The closest thing you get is Sonic's upset that he's moving. But they kind of stick together and make it out. I was like, oh, how about that? A movie that doesn't have to, like, feign uh, conflict. conflict for the sake of not having anything else to tell. Right. I was like, that's actually really refreshing and great to see. The other thing with human-to-human interaction I really liked is... You, in these movies, when you have a fictional character or an animated character or, or whatever your protagonist is with your villain, whoever that supporting character is, largely the the male, you don't get a lot of a lot of you know experience with the two of them having their own kind of deal. Mm. In this, I loved every scene that James Marsden and Jim Carrey were just able to like bounce off one another because like they had their own little shtick. And I thought it was, to me, honestly, more enjoyable to watch than when Sonic and Robotnik were doing their thing. Yeah. Because, it, like, they had this, like, combustible, combative thing to one another. So it's like, oh, that's also kind of refreshing that it's not just, you know. Dull or. Well, like, like exchanging pleasantries or dull, you know. Right, yeah. So, like, no, I, I can understand that. I, I really like that. Um, now. I do think that there were a couple things that the movie suffered from being too late for. The biggest one, to me, is it is so played out at this point. The, I'm so fast, I can... Like, the the sequence of the character is the fastest being alive, and things are so slow, and they can manipulate everything to music, like... Yeah, it. Yeah. We've had it. Yeah, we got it with first class. We got it with right. Quicksilver twice. We've got it with the Flash, yeah. going through the multi zone or whatever the fuck it was two or three times. It's, I mean, it's Sonic. You gotta do it, right? But it's kind of who's played out at this point. Uh, out of I don't those know. three, who's the fastest? I don't know. Uh, fuck, Mary, kill Sonic, the Flash, and Quicksilver. Oh, I'm I'm fucking Quicksilver. Okay. Probably will kill the Flash because You're marrying a hedgehog. I'll marry the hedgehog. <laughs> I could do whatever I want. I'm and also killing Ezra Sonic Mil- fucking the Flash. Ezra Mill's a piece of shit. So Ezra Mill <laughs> Ezra Mill's a piece of shit. I was trying to find today, so there's another story uh, Another one? Well not, not not another one, but like Oh my uh, god. Uh, like cam footage of like his one of his Hawaii arrests, one of his Hawaii Hawaii arrests. Uh, I read the story about Why it. I couldn't find the actual. Window. I couldn't find the actual video, and it's like it's wild. Wild. I've read the articles. It's well, wild. no, like 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 the police like arrest is wild, and that like he was like at one point he's like, "You touch my penis, I'm trans and bi- non-binary. You can't do that." Um, they were like taking stuff. He's like, "My flash ring is very important to me, so please don't take it." And like he was claiming that uh, he was actually uh, assaulted, not the other person. And he has a recording of it because he records all of his assaults because he's going to sell them as like NFT crypto. And it's like, what is th- what is any of these words? <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. 
<laughs> well, especially when you do it off of Amy Schumer's forehead. Um, method acting. Yeah. <laughs> Capital meth. Uh, in case my answer was, uh, uh, oh, yeah. fuck Mary Kill. Uh, I, I would oh, yeah. kill Sonic, I would marry a Quicksilver, and I would fuck the Flash. You would kill Sonic? Yeah, he's a hedgehog. It's. <laughs> you know, kill the hedgehog. You're. I'm not heartless. treating it as. You're heartless. Evan, I'm not doing it as Evan Peters and oh, Ezra was. Miller. No, I'm talking about in general. Uh, I'm also not fictosexual, which is a whole other thing from Key West. I don't hey, have the time to get into pay. Uh Basically, I'll do it very, very quickly. For no, those no, of you don't listening. do it. No, for those of you listening at home that want to get into it. it. Make them Google no. it. Make them Google it. Fictosexuals are, are people that are only sexually attracted to fictional characters. There's many different degrees of this. We broke it down painstakingly over four days in Key West to the point where like, we would just be in the jacuzzi at a restaurant and somebody would be like, the Hamburglar. And then somebody would be like, nah. Smasher, Smasher Pass was essentially what it became. Uh, so anyway, those sequences, the so fast you can go around and change everything no, in yeah, slow motion. Yeah, I forgot about that. It happens yeah. twice. And even on the first one, it's just like, oh, man, it sucks yeah. that they weren't the first one to do this. Right. It would really it would have been It would have been really good. But yeah, it was. I was like, oh, great. I've seen this before. That was my note. I was like, oh, well, here we go. Yeah. The... But the action the action sequences are very very yeah, good. Yeah, no, the action sequences are good. I liked like the the chases and the the, the, the car explosions chase. and yeah. The I car chase like, with the drone is good. The final the climax of the movie is very very good. Like the final battle, uh, like the townspeople, you know, rallying behind their sheriff and and Sonic and helping out. I I really liked. Um, yeah, the last like. I'd say the last like 20, 30 minutes of this yeah. movie I like really from, solid. And it's quick. It's 90 minutes. Right. So. I, I really liked also from like even when they were going up to the top of the building. Like they're trying to sneak up there. He's, I'm going to abuse my badge. And then the whole exchange of, yes, there's a child in there. But it's not my child. Yeah, and which like, was in the trailer. Most of it was in the trailer. Yeah, well, you know, I don't. I try not to watch trailers if I we can. We were literally sitting in a movie and watched this trailer two or three times where Jillian was like, I want to see Sonic the Hedgehog. So you've seen it. You just uh, have a bad memory. Yes, that's probably yeah. true as well. Um, but yeah, like even from there, it just like kind of took off. And I, I just really, yeah, I enjoyed. Now, what I liked more was the sequences where you're just in the middle of Sonic being fast, like the baseball scene, and also the scene... That was cool. The se- Maybe my favorite part of the movie is the fucking turtle. <laughs> the turtle is fucking great. Love, he's shaking. So, like, that again, first awesome. five minutes of the movie... You uh, established James Marston this, is yeah. bored because, you know, he's a, he's a cop in... Sheriff some, in the small town. Uh, Montana, like, right, I think it is? So Montana? Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh, fuck it, whatever. No, it was Montana. No, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I just one of those fucking, you know, whatever. Just uh, and so he's like like wanting a car to pass by so he can clock it. So he holds it out for the turtle and the turtle's going like .001 miles, which is not how those machines work. Uh, so when Sonic zooms by, later on, like, like right afterwards, like a car zooms by and he saves the turtle from being hit by the car. So he's like talking to the turtle and he's like... I don't know what he says, but essentially the fact of like, do you want you want you want some of this? So like, he runs and holds a turtle, and it's just a close up of this like turtle, and he's just like kind of smiling, like this is great. And then at, and then he puts him down, and he's shaking. Well, first like, Sonic accidentally like lets him go, and has to run and go get him and bring him back. He's like, you're okay, buddy. And then yeah, he puts him down, and the turtle's like shaking and disheveled. It was very funny, and yeah. that's followed up with the scene of 
Sonic in his uh, in his domicile, basically, uh, like doing it, like reading all his comic books, doing whatever, and it's the "Don't Stop Me Now" by Queen, and I'm like, okay, that's a good use of song with the character. I mean, granted, that song's now getting, unfortunately to the point of being overdone. Yeah. But good music overall. I mean, yeah, I'm never gonna be fucking angry about "Don't Stop Me Now," but I was like, that's more so like the kind of energy and speed that I want, not. Slowing things down and showing us how impressive it is they can do all these fucking things. So I liked I liked that. I didn't like so like the energy is palpable and it it has this modern feel to it. I like some of the overtones of like Sonic was essentially a stalker. Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like watching them and knowing everything about their life yeah. and assigning them names and everything. It's it, it was borderline there. <laughs> but I so it it established or again, early and quickly, but heavy early on from, I don't know if that owl is, is canon, uh, essentially whoever raised him that like, I think it is. I, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know Sonic well enough, but, um, the, the owl that sacrifices itself to make sure Sonic is safe in, uh, in, on earth, how, you know, as soon as somebody knows who you are, you gotta, you gotta split, you gotta go. So, you know, him, it's necessitated for him to be in the shadows and be the the blue devil. Yeah. To the, that was another funny part of the movie was when everybody like realizing that that guy was correct and like kind of giving him his flowers verbally throughout the movie and for him to have the moment at the end of the movie where he's just awkwardly holding a chainsaw and being like, see, I told you all, and like, like standing up to Dr. Robotnik and yeah. everyone's like, what the fuck is this guy like, doing? What the fuck? Was, yeah. was, was, was funny. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else that we can I liked, tackle. Go ahead. I, even though it's a, an overused trope, I liked how they integrated the bucket list. Um, yeah, oh yeah, they, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like I, I know like, oh, you see that in like all the movies, like any of like the terminal illness movies and things like that, you know, like there's always... Well, not even that. It's just, it's, that's just a phrase. I don't know if there's ever been a movie that's like been so integrated in like a phrase that's just taken off like the bucket list movie, like... Well, yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, like, that's, I, yeah. I, don't, like, I don't think that existed before that movie. No, it doesn't. The bucket list? A bucket list happened... Uh, yes. A bucket, a bucket list, list was a thing before the bucket list, the movie? Yes. I refuse to believe that. Absolutely. I never heard what, that before until... What, no, yeah. What year did A Walk to Remember come out? Oh, like, or like 2000? Yeah, what year did the bucket list come out? Like, late 2000s? Okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't know... There's I'd a never bucket seen... list... Uh, Oh, I've never thing. seen that. Oh, so a bucket list stole from a walk to remember? No, a bucket list is a, it, that's like a phrase. Like it's in literature. It's it's a well-known phrase and mechanism. Um, it's like you have a bucket list of things you want to do. That's legit. You fucking dumbass. Well, to kick the bucket has always been a thing. Correct. I'm trying to find where the... I don't know if there's necessarily a, a way to like track it, but bucket list phrase. Bucket I list mean, phrase origin. It's going to be to kick the bucket. Yeah, it's from to kick a bucket. But the in term pop culture, used, yeah, the, the term was used in 1999 by American and British screenwriter Justin Zachman in his screenplay for the 2007 film The Bucket List. Yeah. Exactly. What so I, I was right. You. No. No. <laughs> Fuck you. I was right. Um, but that was a good. I, I did like that. I, I like you said. It's pretty done, but they did it in a way that wasn't offensive. 
Um, yeah, what's what's um, what are some things on your bucket list? So like on his bucket list, on Sonic's bucket list was like make um, a friend, Great Wall of China, yeah. um, like play a sport, like yeah. Like um, oh boy, my bucket list. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there's plenty of things. There's a lot, but like I'm also trying to like realistically, like you know, I I would like to have something that I wrote be produced as like a movie or, you know, win, win some kind of award like that. I'd like to, you know, why'd you get so serious all of a sudden? You huh? asked me what my bucket, that's about dying, man. I've been very, I've been facing my mortality lately, man. I've been saying a lot, like I'm 35, I'm halfway to 70. That's an age you can die at. Chris. So like I'm halfway to death potentially. I mean, I could be, I could die tomorrow. Oh my god, God forbid, don't say stuff like that. Make sure you air this. <laughs> well, I'll have it up tonight. I don't know how to do it. No, I, I, gotta, I gotta do it tonight, it's fine. Not because of you, but like, I just, it's our schedule. We're recording, we didn't say when we're recording this, we're recording this on May the 12th. Is it yes. the 12th? Yeah, yes. May the 12th. So it airs on the 13th, I could die any day, I could die. Oh god, my heart just immediately was like, <laughs> bum, 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 And, and tomorrow's bum, bum. Friday the 13th. Ooh, what a great day to die. Oh um, my god! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, in terms of, like, going places, I've never been, like, a traveling person where, like, I have to go see this or do this before I die. You're so boring. Every, every time I see that, uh, that Ewan McGregor commercial, I think it's for, like, Expedia or something. He's like, when we die, it's not about the things we own. It's about the places we went. And I'm like, not no, man. I, I own a lot. <laughs> I own a lot of shit. I was like, I, I honestly. I own $20,000 like, worth of toys. It's like, man, if I don't own a green card Hasbro before I die, I'm going to be pretty fucking mad. I don't need to go to fucking that's Italy. That's a thing. Exactly. Like, you know, that, that, that's, that would be on my stuff is to buy certain things. Oh, to, my to God. See, to see certain, like I said before, like Chappelle in, uh, stand up, Foo Fighters concert, which probably is never going to fucking happen now. Rest um, in peace. What's his name? Exactly. Taylor. Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, uh, I knew that. You know, stuff stuff like that would be on. I what's, call what's it just on, Taylor. What's on yours? We're on that level. You know what my favorite part of this conversation is? Mm. You that, had nothing. No, no, no. I have a lot of things. But after this, you're gonna write your bucket list. No, That's I'm my. Not. Yeah, you are. No, you're gonna pretend that you're. I don't not. care that much, honestly. Oh, fuck yeah. you. I'm not gonna die. I'm not so gonna tell fine. you. No, I want to know. No, 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 uh, no, no, stop. No, not now. I'm not letting her go, please. No, nope, not when you're going to be you're an gonna asshole. You're going to discipline our audience. No, I'm not being an they asshole. They don't give a fuck about what I want to do. I do care. Of course I care. There are things that I want to do before I die. What I meant is I'm okay. not a person to be like, I've got to write it down and keep it forever. Well, I got it up the here. The whole point is the listen. You're supposed to like check it off and it's like a thing. Got it up here. Except for when you start forgetting everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's okay. I'll always have something new on my bucket list. What's on your bucket, what's on your bucket list? Nothing. Actually, I don't have one. I hate you. You're the worst. Uh, no, I was traveling to some different places. I love how specific you're being. Um, Italy. Maybe. I just shit all over Italy. And that's where you want to go. I would really love to go to Italy. Actually, um, so do I. I was kidding. That's the first, that's the first place I can think of. So. Mm -hmm. uh, Italy is probably like the one place I do want to go. Sure, it is. Just because no, you want to eat, spaghetti. I want to eat so much fucking pasta. I'm gonna get down to like 170 pounds. I'm gonna get it all back in Italy on purpose <laughs> in a week. On purpose. Um, I want to go on like a month long cruise. It's right. My bucket list. I want to, you know. Probably go back to school and get some kind of degree or certification or something. Um, I don't know. Okay, that's good. 
other things that are personal that I'm not sharing? Well, you can't share it with me. Oh, with the or the, with the people, or with both. Me. Oh, great. Murder my husband. Um, well, yeah, just little things like that. When I was younger, I like you know I watched a walk to remember because I'm definitely the target audience. Mm-hmm. So like it, it was like similar to what Mandy Moore's character was on there. So spoiler, it's like get a tattoo, be in two places at once. Like those are like the highlights there so that'd be cool okay. but at this point i'm 35 i'm probably not gonna get a tattoo why because i'm 35 what would i get mm-hmm. yeah exactly get something i'm real indecisive and you're also a pussy when it comes to pain no i'm not i pushed a baby out of my vagina and that was that was the apex mountain of you being able to do that smith you thought you had like a shattered knee for Years we took you everywhere, and they're like, "Yeah, it's all right." Excuse me, sir. What? Excuse me, sir. You know how painful it was for you to have a kidney stone? Yeah. You pass that thing out your penis. Yeah. Yeah. Now imagine a watermelon hey, coming out your penis. It's great. That that's one thing. <laughs> Let's get into performances. I think we reached a, a wall in terms of uh, the movie. MVP and LVP. You're fucking kidding, right? No. I I hope you get another kidney stone. That's that's on my bucket list. Thanks, babe. Give you another kidney stone. Appreciate it. You want a soda? And I know you do, so... That's mean. Ooh. I'm back to my fasting. I haven't eaten today. Oof. Last thing I had to eat was Fazoli's no wonder, at 7.30 p.m. last night. No wonder you're being so mean to it's me. It's been, what, 28 hours since I've had something to eat? No wonder you're being so mean to me. Yeah, fuck you. I'm hungry. MVP and LVP, where do you want to start? LVP. Who is your LVP of the movie? You. I... Did you know I was going to say that? Yes, Did I was literally going to say, like, MVP and LVP, and I was going to, like, say it as you said it, because I know you're so fucking predictable with your jokes. You're rude. Tell me who you didn't like. So I have three. Well, I, I, so I wrote James Morrison when he was talking to a donut, because I was like, oh, boy, oh, here we go. Oh, cuck. I like him in this movie. I oh. think I think this is the most tolerable I've seen him. He's oh. not the MVP, but I liked him in this movie. Oh boy. So I have two. They both kind of redeemed themselves with like the kind of the last thing that they do. But I almost want these two actors to have swapped roles and it would have been more beneficial for the characters. Because I didn't like Agent Stone, who was like Dr. Robotnik's like assistant. Who, yeah. like, seemed to be, like, a serious actor who they had do, like, some bits, but he was just totally unfunny, and it should have been, like, uh, oh, another uh, example of a IP movie that I hated, I had to sit through, that was corny, it was Clifford the Big Red Dog, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, d- I hated that. Uh, so in that movie... It wasn't that bad. In that movie, like, the backup comedy characters, Alex Moffat from SNL. Like, you get somebody who nobody still really knows, but has a pedigree in comedy to be that part, sure. not whoever that guy was. On the flip side of that, Adam Pally as uh, Wade, like, the bumbling cop, a, a, a trope that these movies always have, um, was just... He was fine. Eh. Yeah. It could have been anybody and it would have been this same. Well, but I think it would have been better had it been like that other guy because I think that guy the guy made me laugh in the dance sequence because 
uh, Jim Carrey turns around and the guy's just there with his the coffees and he's making like a funny face and he's kind of like understated when he did it in the insanity that was around him. Like, had he been a little bit more of that energy as the cop, it would have been great. And then you put Adam Pally in that role and like kind of trying to come up to Jim Carrey, I think it would have been better. So those are my two. I'm fine with either one. I'm fine with either one. Unless you have somebody else. No. Uh, I would probably lean more towards Adam Pally because the other guy was not trusted to do as much because of who he was with. That's true. Yeah. Adam Pally was he, always like by himself, and it's like, oh man, we got. He's a name. He's from I think New Girl. Um, we we got to give him stuff. So like him being stupid about the phones or him, you know. He was at the phone the whole time, basically. Yeah. They would linger on him, and it just it wasn't funny. He had a moment near the end of the movie when he kind of, you know, takes control and helps Tom. But I've never been a big fan of that guy. Um, and in fact, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe this is his second LVP on the podcast. Adam Polly? Yes, I believe he was the LVP for... It was a bad comedy movie that we watched. Uh, I believe he was the LVP for... Dirty Grandpa, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. So, uh, so yeah, so Adam Pally will be the LVP of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, MVP. I think this is very easy. Um, it's Jim Carrey. <laughs> and I, I, I knew in my gut you were going to fight this and not like it. Why did you think that? I just... Something about that performance is just doesn't equate it, to you. That's I, that's that's true. This is that's true. He, yeah, that's true. This is our childhood Jim Carrey for the first time in 10, 15 years. Like, that but, is, but the way that you say that then means that I don't appreciate our childhood Jim Carrey. I think he skews more towards like the male sensibilities what? of comedy. No. He had a whole movie where he talked with his butt. What do you mean? Let me ask you a question. What do you mean? What a genius. Uh, He was fucking bonkers in this, and I loved every fucking second. I hated every second of it. Oh, you're kidding me. I knew that you were going to love it. I mean, look, I... I thought Ben Schwartz did a great job as Sonic. So did I. I think Ben Schwartz was very, very good we I just, like that sister. It's been a Ben Schwartz. He's, she's not the MVP of the movie, but she she, she had some be. funny lines. No, she's not. Catch I, me, Jojo. I think I think that Ben Schwartz gave great energy to the character of Sonic, and it's been a Ben Schwartz heavy couple months for us. We just saw him in Blue Iguana. Um, you go, Ben Schwartz. Keep getting them checks. He's getting a lot of checks. He so is. I I he was my other person I had written down. This movie lives and breathes and works because they got Jim fucking Carey to do this I, movie and be a, be the bad guy and just go for it. I don't disagree with you. He, again, I don't know Sonic. He looks nothing <laughs> like the Dr. Robotnik that well, I know. No, at the end. At the end when he shaves the, the head, end, of course. And the mustache, then he started to, to that was the point. Is yeah, that of course, evolution. it's the evolution, it sets up for the future, and I'm, I, okay, and the so second don't one, say something that's wrong. Well, but uh, what I mean is, like, it kind of felt like its own original thing. 
like it felt like this character that he just like kind of crafted from beginning to end and he's just such a fucking dick and he's so yeah, he was a really fucking big dick. charismatic and he's so out there like the dance sequence in any other movie in any other person I've been like what I was saying this whole time that's corny what's the fucking point of it but then he's doing like bits where it looks like he beheaded himself and he's skiing it reminded me and- it reminded me a lot of the Tom Cruise Bit in Tropic Thunder. As Les Grossman? As Les Grossman. I get that. And so I was like, okay, just like before, like, oh, I've seen it. Kind of like with the slow down speed. So here's here's the difference. Here's the difference. For me, Tom Cruise was like stunt casting. I'm like, oh my God, can you believe that Tom Cruise is doing this? Oh my God, can you believe that Jim Carrey is doing this? No, here's the difference. Can you believe that Jim Carrey is back? Doing what made him what he is. That's what it's more like to me. Is that Jim no, Carrey? No, I think that you're. Is, I think that you're just fantasizing this. You're putting him up on a pedestal. I absolutely, think. he's one of the greatest comedy movie stars of our lifetime. Sure, sure. Top five, top three, maybe. Okay. And it's funny. So, so not to prep for this, but I was curious because I knew, I know you, and I know me. I was like, I'm gonna have to push Jim Carrey because I'm sitting here laughing my ass off seeing him reinvigorate his career, and you're just sitting over there like, eh. um, I was not like that. That's how that. it felt. I was not like that. So I looked and I was like, I don't think we've done a Jim Carrey movie on the podcast, besides Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Which is not a great representation. No. I think it's the only Jim Carrey movie we've done on the podcast. Sure. He's not on the MVP list. And I was like, how the fuck is that possible? And I think that's also maybe why I'm so ener- energized well, behind it, it is... A lot of his movies that we have are, are sequels. No, not really. The only ones Ace Ventura. Ventura. He's blatantly... Dumb and Dumber. Well, eventually Dumb and Dumber, but he was blatantly a not-sequel guy forever after Ace Ventura because he was crafting original things like Cable Guy, Truman Show, Me, Myself, and Irene, Liar, Liar, fucking uh, Bruce Almighty, Yes Man, like... A couple of those are not that great. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like like being so like, he did Ace, The Mask. Movies, a lot of movies that got sequels. Dumb and Dumber had a sequel before he went back and did the third, the, uh, the true sequel. But he never did fucking Mask. He didn't do fucking Evan Almighty. You know what I mean? Like he had a bit of standard to it. So this, I'm sure it's in his later life. Um, you know, and also his career kind of dried up. He was, you know kind of mired in some controversy and not really doing a lot of things. So for him to do this and immediately turn and be like, yeah, let me get another fucking slice of that. You can see it in this performance how much he enjoyed it, how much free reign he had, and how much it really went the distance for mattering to the movie overall. Um, I know he has gone on record saying that he is done acting after Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which is ludicrous. Um, But... This movie, for me, would be significantly worse. And I wouldn't even probably recommend it if it was not for him. Okay. So that's my pitch. That said, if you have a problem with it, I do think that Ben Schwartz deserves some credit for how well he portrays on it. I think that you've convinced me. Good. But Ben Schwartz still, I think, did really well. I think we should probably also consider James Marston just for not being a cuck in this movie. He's not the MVP of the movie, but God bless him, he was he good. Him checked, I also really buddy. like Tika Sumter. The uh, she does she only has a few scenes, but 
like I said, giving props to how the, the characters were crafted earlier, I think that a part of that was because of how likable and, you know, charismatic and good chemistry she had with James Marston in the movie. So I, I liked her. Um, this is the, fi- the final thing I say, but I already wrote it down, so I already won. But here, here's my final cap on it in case you oh or anybody God, else you already won. has a problem with it. Value. Anybody, realistically, could have voiced Sonic and done a decent job because they are just providing a voice and the animators are doing more towards uh-huh. crafting that character. Whereas, I don't see anybody doing Dr. Robotnik in this movie or future and being as important and as entertaining as solid you already won. Just, Why I'm are just, you still making an argument? I agree with you. Because I want you. people to know how fucking good Jim Carrey is in this movie, and you just being like over here yawning, like yeah. I'm guess. tired, bro. I'm, I'm tired. It's past my bedtime. Time for me to go sleep. I'm tired. You know why? Because I haven't had anything to fucking eat today. How was that pizza earlier, by the way? Did you enjoy it? It was good. It was good. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to ask. Oh yeah. No. Get my leftover pizza. I'm also not eating as much when I am eating. So I had leftover pizza. Yeah, it was good. I had a personal pizza that had leftovers. What am I doing to myself? It was delicious. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. So Jim Carrey, the MVP of Sonic the Hedgehog. Adam Pally, the LVP of Sonic the Hedgehog. Let me review my notes to make sure there's nothing else here I want to. Oh, yeah. The cheap-ass government. Given that cheap-ass gift card. That was the most, like... Apropos thing, I was like, "Yeah, that that checks. That I, that that checks out." I I kind of liked like that that guy as well. I hope he's in the second. Oh one. yeah, kinda, I like bumbling. His... I like the scene with like them like essentially talking he, about the free like robotic. the ensuing the ensuing yeah. conflict. So it's a kids movie that's based off of a video game. So the plot is whatever. Um, but like the ensuing conflict of Sonic basically just being sad and alone and causing this massive blackout that sets everything off with his quill and how the government is tackling it and then brings Robotnik in. I like Robotnik's introduction. What a waste of Neil, former MVP Neil McDonough. Um, I know. I was like, that guy's, that's a, that's a guy. Why wasn't he Agent Stone? Oh, it's going to make me change. He could have been a, a really good agent. Stone. Like he could have like one or two like under under the breath yeah, moment, like dum dum Duggan kind for, of moments, yeah. but not not bootleg Reza Med. <laughs> but we already made Adam Pally, so it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I did like kind of like the world building for it, yeah. and then post credits were great. Po- Ooh, for for a movie, Jillian's real excited. Well, because the post credits were like, look. If we get another one, we're going to make sure it's solid. So Robotnik's alive, making bad mushroom jokes and shaving his head and going nuts. And boom. Tails. tails. Uh, with the original, they, they recast everybody else. I mean, fucking in the new one where we see fucking Eater's Elba's knuckles. Because Eater's Elba is the black Christopher Walken. He gets a call Everything. in a script and he's like, I'm in. Uh, I mean, that voice. But uh, But the fact that... It goes to the voice actress of Tails that they're that good. You're just like, well, we just have to get that woman. We just, yeah. we just have to get that Tails. We just got to keep going. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm after I'm this. Stoked. I am very excited for, I'm for Saturday. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Um, yeah. Oh, the movie also has like. Uh, so I was talking about like Burt Fart. Like, so I, I feel like I was laying that on kind of thick for this yeah. movie. 
The reason why is because there is a random shark joke in this movie that I cannot let go when they're in the <laughs> hotel and they're they're settling after like the bar fight and stuff. And I don't like, like they're just talking and Sonic's just like on the bed and he just like lets out like a two second fart. And James Marston's like, oh boy, you know, like how farts are. And then Sonic is he says something and James Marston's like, you should check to make sure there's not anything in that, that blue fur. And it's like, you said to me that Sonic should shit himself? <laughs> Number one, he doesn't have any fucking pants. Sonic already said he doesn't have pants. I'm like, why do they make a shark joke in Sonic the Hedgehog? I think I completely missed that. No, he farts and like James Marsden tells him to check his fur. And it's like Did you imagine this? No, I swear to God that happened. It was in between some flossing. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes sense. Um anything else on Sonic the Hedgehog before okay. we see the sequel? In uh, a day's time, I'll take that. No, I think I, I think we're good. I think we covered it. I'm glad. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. And, and so we said we up did. front, fair warning, not just throughout the move, but in general, I'm gonna kind of make this a rule, particularly for Jillian. If there's something we don't want to miss in theaters, or we want to see, I mean, the movie league is gonna be a big testament for it. We have this movie in our movie league. Get five po- ten it's, it's currently the reason why we're in first place in any movie that we see that we own we get 10 bonus points part of the reason why we won last season was I just fucking watched everything on our, our team uh, so the same thing so going forward at any time there's a movie out in theaters that we want to go see we have the right to watch that movie that we have not seen for the podcast now do we want to make that rule for refreshers like something we've already seen as well or just haven't seen I think it's fair I think that's more fair. Okay. So if it's something we haven't seen. So as an example, uh, I've seen Top Gun. You've seen Top Gun, right? Yes, because I'm not negative 10. Tati. Tatiana. Uh, Had we not seen Top Gun, we could watch Top Gun right away to go see Top Gun Maverick, as an example. But because we've seen it, we won't do it. So there we go. Uh, Score time. That makes sense. Do you want to score it first, or should I? You can score it first. I'm just moving my notes. I dug it. I. Is it going to break down barriers and, and, you know, and molds? No, but Jillian loved it. She was sitting here with a blanket over her, her face when she was scared that Sonic was dying. Oh, my God, that was so cute. And, like, when there's action sequences, she was into it. I was into it. I'm going to give it. You know, I was going to go the low end at first, but I'm going to go the high end. I'm going to give it a solid seven. Oh, I was going to give it a seven and a half. Oh, wow. Really? I liked it a lot. You did not make it seem like you did this entire no, time. I did. I, I said constantly, I agree with everything you just said. Well, then why don't you fucking say it? I've been talking for 40 Because you don't let me. You just go off no, on, a, on a tangent. Because I, you know, I asked you questions. You're like, it was good. I liked it. I no. thought the scenes were cool. It's like... Because you had already... Because... The thing with this podcast is, like, you'll start and you'll say everything. Like, you'll just, like, throw up everything at once. You're sitting here on your phone probably playing some fucking puzzle game. No, I'm not. I'm taking my notes. I'm copying over to the spreadsheet. Once. No. (laughs) But but what am I supposed to say? Like, just reiterate everything that you say? I mean, I... Or have additional points. I'm talking so much. I tried to talk about the sister, and I thought her scenes were really funny. I liked all of her quips with... The interaction, like, with the daughter, put my fit. Well, don't do it now. We're 58 minutes in, but. (laughs) 7.25 for Sonic the Hedgehog. 
Next week will be Richard Jewell. I feel like we also did this because neither one of us want to watch Richard Jewell. <laughs> because I bought it to be an asshole and now we're stuck watching it. Um, cool. I'm going to make you do all the talking on that show. Oh, I probably will. I'll talk about what it was like in 1996 as a, as a nine-year-old child. As a port to a nine-year-old man. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you as always go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content. Facebook.com slash Married Movies at Married w Movies on Twitter. Married Movies at gmail.com. Let's just think of the show. For me, at your host, Malt38 on Instagram. For you, at Jam with your Sam. And then also for me, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. This week, actually, there's a twofer because I missed last week because of just being busy with Key West and Mother's Day and all that. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Um, if I probably said it last week, but I'll say it again. We had a great Mother's Day weekend out at the Gaylord Palm, having some fun, some good food, some good, uh, some good pool and slide time with Jillian. Uh, well, because of that, you get two blogs this week. Hog Wild 1996, a pay-per-view that took place in um, uh, the Sturgis Bike Rally. Cowboys. I thought that it was, you were watching a Western. Uh, no, no. That was just the... Oh, that's a different one? That was just like the slave owner manager, Colonel Robert Parker. Uh, everybody else is decked out in leather and has motorcycles, and none of them know what's going on in the show. So Got it, it makes for a very, very bad show. Also, yeah, we've reached the recap period, so the seventh uh, Retro Diary Flare will also be now available for you to watch uh, the past 16 shows, who's the best, who's the worst. Does that mean that you're done with 1996? No, I'm in uh, August of 1996. That's awful. Yes, I will be in 1996, I believe, until I just mapped it out the other day, until like July or August. So yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else? Have fun with that. I am. I'm having a great time. It's, when, it's the most important year in wrestling history, arguably. Because Austin three sixteen, the New World Order were just born, so mm. kind of kind of important things. Are you sure? In the whole scope of wrestling? Yeah, kind of kind of important. I'm three months away from The Rock debuting. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, kind of kind of. Chris Jericho is about to have his first pay per view match on the cool. two shows from now. So a lot of important stuff happening. So read about it. Archivator.net slash podblog. Learn your history. Yeah, you're in your wrestling history before The Rock's the fucking president. And he tests everybody on it. He teaches that in schools. I'm four. Oh, man, that'd be great. Jane will be a fucking Nobel Prize winner if they start <laughs> teaching wrestling in schools. She's going to know all the answers. I will be fucking Secretary of Defense. <laughs> for a mullet. This is mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I'm just going to put fucking cool Sonic video game music on the podcast. Fuck whatever bullshit... Put music. that Queen song. Nah, I already used Don't Stop Me Now for oh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, you could use it again. I don't reuse music. Oh. That's what makes it difficult. I've had 700 fucking songs. Thank God there's like 9 million songs. But they only use the same goddamn 19. <laughs> I was going to say. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.